What is going on, you guys? Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Everyday MA Podcast. This is your host, Cortez. I'm truly glad to be back after such a long, I'm going to say, what was it, like five to six months? Uh, life has been crazy. Life has been crazy, but that seems, you know, life is crazy for everybody, so no excuse. In today's episode, we are actually going to be talking about something that I have personal experience with and very recently had a severe case of. So this show is my personal experience with being and becoming the healthcare professional that I've always seen in my mind's eye in a way, right? So this includes the good and the not so good. So in today's episode, we're going to be touching on the topic of eczema. So, which is super, super actually fitting for this time in my life due to now I'm currently working in dermatology Mohs surgery. So I feel like, you know, it couldn't have been a better time for me to talk about this. Um, having a little bit of experience with it um, nowadays, I, I guess you can say more recently than now, but I just felt like it was the perfect time to talk about it. So this episode is going to be kind of like uh, educational, but also personal as well. So, um, trust me guys, you guys will hear all about it. Everything that you missed the past six months, it's been a roller coaster, but I'm excited to bring you guys all the details and the journey thus far. Yeah. And if I'm being honest, before we jump into it, um, dude, my, I feel like this episode is probably going to be one of my favorites. And I say that just for the simple fact that it hits home. It hits home in such a way and yeah, it just hits home for me. And I'm hoping that you guys will understand as the episode progresses. And I know that some of you guys have personal experience or know someone with personal experience of eczema as well. So let's jump straight into it. Let's let's get it going. What is eczema? Um, so to the to those of you who have personal experience or work in dermatology and or know someone with it, then you know exactly what eczema is or atopic dermatitis. Eczema is a skin diagnosis used to describe the condition of the skin that becomes inflamed, right? Itchy or have a rash-like appearance. So that's basically what it is. It's a chronic condition that is caused by an imbalance in your immune system, which causes inflammation on or under the skin. So let's talk about it a little bit more in depth. What are some tri triggers, I, I'm trying to say, what are some triggers to eczema? All right, so from what I've personally experienced and from what I've read, just to name some of the triggers that can cause the inflammation in the skin, like skin irritants, you can, I mean, like skin cleansers, perfumes, colognes, fragrance, fragrant soaps and things of that nature. And then sometimes like if you switch up like your, I need to stop saying like, if you switch up your laundry detergent, then sometimes that can be a cause of it as well. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So there was recently, I, I'm a big cologne guy. I'm a big cologne. I love cologne. I love like fragrances, and I love to smell nice. Sometimes when you're when you're working, it's not the best, you know, to have that on. But I've never personally had an experience where cologne has triggered my eczema or made my skin inflamed. But everybody is different. You know, colognes could, you know, make people's skin inflamed sometimes it's soaps uh, sometimes it's you know it, it could be it could be anything everyone's skin is a little bit different but you can have the same diagnosis in a way or you can have the same i guess you can say skin condition 
but different triggers different things affect the skin differently when it comes to different people is what i'm trying to say right so what are some other things that can trigger the inflammation that's on or under the skin which causes that itchiness sometimes cold and dry weather i've noticed this a lot recently um cold like if it's cold and dry dude i just like i don't know what it is you think that the cold like it helps it it does like it's a you kind of have to play with it a little bit and um man to you guys who understand you know exactly what i'm talking about but you know i'm hoping to reach some of those you know who not quite understand what i'm saying and hopefully i can put it in a way in which does make sense right so um but yeah you kind of have to play with it when it comes to that cold and hot weather I when I was at the peak severity of my eczema where I was just scratching all the time my my skin was so dry um hot showers felt amazing hot showers felt amazing I would take showers for I want to say and this was like daily I would take obviously you're gonna take a shower daily right (laughs) but no what I'm trying to say is sometimes I would take two to three showers a day and that hot water for a good out like an hour um an hour hour 10 minutes i would just sit there i would just sit there and let the water just it just felt so good but i paid for it when i got out of the shower because once i got out of the shower those pores were open i was susceptible to that cold air like dude the itch would not stop and um it was it was crazy it was uncontrollable it was uncontrollable um so man so you guys who know you know but let me see here I'm, i'm looking at my notes and so yes another thing is stress stress is one huge trigger to eczema that is something that i didn't really pay much attention to sometimes like when you can do sometimes when you're reading you know that stress can you know cause these things if you're stressed about anything it it has a play on your health it has a an effect on your health and um 2022 i think i've mentioned this in previous episodes but 2022 and late 2021 that was not my year that was not my year i had so many things going on just like everybody else don't get me wrong but me personally just had so much going on and hopefully i can touch about these things later on in the future when it comes to you know my future endeavors but um but man, it, it just was not 20, 2022 was a really it was a really stressful year. And I had my late my latest eczema flare up was late. I want to say it began September. It began in September of 2022. And it just I want to say is just now coming to a resolution in what is it? July. So uh, July of 2023, I, I want to say I really started to see significant improvement. I want to say over the last month, say early June, late May of 2023. And um, man, but that 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 nine, eight month span of time from September to, you know, to May, late May, early June, that was that was really tough really really tough and i'm gonna get into the a little bit of that um later 
in the episode. Oh, and okay, all right. Disclaimer: I have to stop it. You guys know I'm a talker, but. I have to say this, you guys know I do not like long drawn out podcasts, my episodes usually average around 15 minutes or so, this one might be a little bit longer, okay, <laughs> just wanted to put that out there, um, just because this one hits home for me so much, and I know it hits home for a lot of people, I have personal experience with this, so I really want to captivate in a way the things in which I've like kind of been through and why it's been so long that I have not made an episode and the things not going to too 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 much detail where it's just overbearing but I kind of want to like I kind of want to share some things with you guys because it's all part of the journey it's all part of the journey and I've had the option I've had the I guess you can say the opportunity to be a part of something which I think is like is pretty freaking cool but sometimes those things got sidetracked because of my eczema and that and because of other things that are that has happened as well so um yeah i really want to captivate that for you guys so bear with me this episode it might be a little bit of a longer one but i'm hoping that you guys will still enjoy it i know you guys will um i just i believe that you know personal yeah, I just firmly believe that. So um, what are some other ones? Stress and food allergies. So, you know, I was talking to my uncle and he was letting me know that, you know, sometimes your diet is the could be the, you know, one of the causes of, you know, your skin inflammation, your eczema. And I didn't know that as well. I, was, I sat and thought I was like, wow, like I didn't think about that. But I realized at the time where I was super, super stressed, I was not eating my nutrition wasn't the best. So I, I never really been a breakfast person. And I know that you guys can kind of relate to that in some kind of way. There's some people out there that, you know, a lot of people who I talk to, they're, they're not breakfast people. But more so recently, I started to make sure that I'm eating the breakfast, right? I mean, the breakfast nutrition is health is wealth. I hear that all the time. But it was one of those things where I kind of took my health for granted. I was young, 25, 26 year old male. I'm in my I'm in my I'm in my like youth right now. I have a lot of, you know, a lot of strength and all this. And so it's just like I took advantage of that. So uh, my nutrition wasn't the best. I was stressed and all of that had to do and play on my eczema. And uh, man, dude. Whew. Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't eating, which meaning I wasn't getting the nutrition that I needed. And, um, yeah, the immune system was just plummeting in a way, I guess you can say. Uh, I got sick. I remember I got sick with the flu and I was out of work for a very long time. Um, my two boys, they were, they were sick. So if they got sick, I got sick shortly afterwards. I was like, dude, I don't get sick. What's going on here? But I realized it was just all a whole bunch of stress. It was all a whole bunch of just, just things, you know, things that people go through in life. But you know, I'm down to share, I'm down to share some of that with you guys. Another thing, Another trigger to eczema could be genetics. Genetics can have a huge play in the development of eczema as well. It definitely did in my case. My dad had eczema as a child and I also ferociously had it as a child as well, right? So genetics, genetics can be big as, you know, yeah, as anything. Um, if your parents have cardiovascular disease, there's a slight chance that you could have cardiovascular disease. I'm not saying that that's, you know, 100% the case. 
you need to take those precautions, those necessary precautions that, you know, working out, eating a healthy diet, lifestyle and all those good things so that you can prevent this stuff or, you know, not be susceptible to it. But it does have a play. Genetics does have a big role to play in that. All right. Now we're going to be talking about the itch cycle. The itch cycle, man. This is uh, this is something in which I kind of firmly had a grasp on a little bit more recently. Uh, the itch cycle, and uh, basically, right, the inflammation that's under the skin, uh, which someone experiences with eczema, is visible in major cases and sometimes non-visible in mild cases or minor cases. Um, the inflammation causes major itching and can feel uncontrollable at times. So those who suffer from this can truly understand how I feel and how you, I can understand how you feel when you experience a bad flare-up, right? Um, so shortly, I'll discuss a little bit more of the personal history with it, but for now, let's get back into the facts. So when you scratch, when you scratch that ongoing inflammation, it sometimes causes the itch-scratch cycle. I like to call it the itch scratch and more itch cycle. <laughs> That's me. That's what I like to call it because it doesn't go from an itch scratch. It goes from an itch, you scratch it, and it's more and more itch that appears, right? And more and more itch that you feel. It's a sensation. It doesn't appear, but the inflammation appears. You can see that sometimes in, you know, severe cases. <laughs> this reason is that when you scratch the inflammation, it grows and it spreads, which causes even more in intense itchiness. And that could sometimes be where someone would say, dude, this is uncontrollable. Because once you itch or scratch that information, that inflammation, because you're, you know, it itches, like, it, you tend to feel like it's moving. It's moving around, and it truly is because it really is. Think about it. When you're scratching your skin, you're ma you're making your skin hot in a way. <clears throat> I'm like visualizing this. I've been like studying this thing in a way <laughs> since I've been going through it. But the inflammation it grows and it spreads, which causes that even more intense itch. And sometimes, man. It takes some major self-discipline to recognize it before it gets out of hand and stop yourself from scratching. And I, and I tell you the truth, sometimes it felt like if you didn't catch it at the very beginning and just snap out of it and like have that self-discipline, it was gone. You're, you're like you were a goner. Right. You're just going to continue to scratch for minutes and minutes on end. And it, it just felt like, dude, you were just reversing the cycle. You could be getting better. You could feel like the skin was getting better. Oh, it's improving. You know, I went this amount of time without scratching. I went a day or so. I went two days or so. I never went a day. I never went a day without scratching. I, I will tell you this over the over the course of the and this sounds like and it sounds like horrible. It sounds like disgusting, but it was the truth. It's the truth. I got to let you guys know. Right. So, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I think that throughout the, throughout the duration of the episode, I've been telling you a little bit about my personal experience of it, but I kind of wanted to dive a little bit more into it. Um, so this is the part where it kind of gets, I mean, I want to say to some, if you can handle it, you can handle it. It's going to get a little bit messy, but this is kind of the ugly truth about my experience with eczema, right? Um, and if you don't want to hear about sometimes like the 
the blood, the, if you don't want to hear about all of that stuff, we're healthcare professionals, right? We should be used to these things, but I still have to put a disclaimer. This will probably be the part of the episode where you, you know, turn it off or whatever the case may be. Um, but I was diagnosed with eczema when I was a child around the young age of one, right? My dad had eczema. So that trait was passed on to me. And as a child, my eczema was horrendous. I remember times where my mom, she would put tube socks on my hands uh, to try to stop me from scratching. And it did not work. Only to find out that, that, yeah, it, it just wasn't stopping me. She would put multiple pairs of tube socks that to try to, to try to, I guess, so that my nails wouldn't dig in my skin and just make myself bleed and um man it was it was uh it was it was pretty it was pretty bad i remember i remember this i remember this very vividly she would put multiple multiple tube socks and just to try to get my nails to not dig in my skin and if you know anything about children trying to tell a child to kind of like settle trying to tell a child to settle down is you know you know, can sometimes be, depending on the child and how they are and what your parenting style is and all that good stuff, can be, you know, a challenge in itself. But if a child is itching, scratching with eczema, severe inflamed skin, trying to tell that young two-year-old child, three-year-old child to stop itching is like beating a dead horse. And I'm, I'm, I'm being completely honest with you. It, it's nearly impossible, right? And then, at least it was in my case. And even as a, even as a, I'm today I'm 26, and this recent course in which I went through, sometimes it still it felt impossible to stop scratching when it was out of hand. It was just it was just out of hand, right? It was something that I just not could not control at times. Um, but yeah, yeah. So there were there were times where I was young and the places in which I had the, my eczema the worst, where you can say my wrist, and these are the common places, right? The wrist, both of my wrists, the antecubital fossa, which is kind of that bend in your arm, right? The elbow, right? Both elbows, both antecubital fossas, the left and the right, right? Obviously the left and the right, you don't have three. Um, my knees, the back of my knees, my like my thighs, my calves, my feet, like dude, like this was everywhere. And more recently, um, thanks to God, it wasn't like super super visible. Like the scarring and everything wasn't super super visible on like my chest and back and things of that nature. But some like this recent course, it really struck the back. It really struck the back a lot. Like when you were near. I guess you can say working out and just sweating and that stuff. It was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I can't put it into words. If you know, you know, but there was, um, there were so many things that I had tried. Like people are going to ask like, Hey, did you try? What did you try? What were your treatments? Like, you know, I tried everything, everything under the sun. Literally, there is nothing that I had not tried. And when it came around nowadays, all right, so let me break it up. I'm kind of, I'm my mind's kind of scattered, right? So I'm kind of jumping around. I've had three flare ups of eczema in my entire life, severe, severe flare ups. Other than those three flare ups, it's been really controlled. I have not scratched, I have not 
um, had any issues with the eczema. It's been there. Don't get me wrong. And the scarring was been there when people ask. I would tell the stories. But for the most part, it was well, yes, for the most part, it was definitely controlled. And um, these three major flare ups, they happened around the time where I was age one to I want to say one to three. That was a that was a horrendous time that I can faintly remember, um, but I remember the bad times about it. From nine to I want to say I want to say nine to eleven, uh, nine to eleven, and then more so recently from you know twenty five to twenty six September of two thousand twenty two to June of two thousand and twenty three. Right, so those times were the most strenuous when it came or the most i guess you can say um i guess you can say testing times when it came to my eczema other than that it's been controlled i was a normal normal child you know running around doing normal things but also in the back of my mind i always knew hey hey like you know you can't be you can't be doing too too much because then you know stuff's gonna get out of hand you know so you can't be rolling around in dirt 24 7 every single day and not expect to have eczema flare-ups especially with how sensitive your skin is so um and another thing i learned more so recently is that the sun does not like eczema i mean like it feels so good actually it feels really good to be out in the sun I like the sun, but the scun, this, oh, the scun, <laughs> I'm over making up words. I like the sun, but the sun did not like me, right? And um, <clears throat> that was something, man. That was definitely something, if I'm being honest with you. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, where was I? Where was I? I was telling you guys about how I was two years old and um, my mom, she would try everything in her power to stop me from scratching. She would try all the creams in the world. I mean, from um, topical steroids like triamcinolone cream, which is something that really, really works well. Um, but kind of when you get off of it, it's like, it's like mm, kind of back, you know. Um, also, other non-steroidal types like hydrocortisone, eucerin, aquaphor, CeraVe, cortisone 10. Uh, eczema honey is something in which I've tried. I dabbled it a little bit in. My older brother, <clears throat> his youngest son, um, this experienced a little bit of eczema. And when he tried eczema honey, um, a brand called eczema honey, it kind of like, you know, kind of helped him it helped him a lot actually so he you know thought to give it to me and let me try some things and uh it you know it, it had its it had its benefits but can i say it really helped my case it did something tremendous for me no not at all so and that's now that's no bash to like there's no bash to any like products out there it's just certain products work for certain skin and um I, I don't know. I just maybe I just had a very severe case where I just always needed, you know, steroids or whatever the case may be. But there is also these are topical solutions that I'm talking about. There's also another I am. There's also another. And this is not a plug for this medication. But these medications that I've talked about so far, they work from the outside in. There's also a medication that works from the inside out. Um, the one it's called Dupixent. And it's been on, I've seen some, you know, I've seen commercials about it. I've seen, um, I've seen patients who are, 
on this medication and they're saying that it's working for them i'm glad because if anything is helping you <clears throat> in your case of eczema i know how severe it can be so kudos i'm happy for you i'm happy that you're finding relief right i'm not am i saying that it's going to work for each and every single person am i recommending the medication to you no what i'm saying is go talk to your healthcare professional go talk to your dermatologist be completely open and honest about what you experience how long you've been experiencing it, you know, everything when it comes to it so that they, you guys can work out a game plan and be, and be proactive in your care. Don't, don't, I wouldn't say just listen to everything that, you know, a doctor is telling you and, uh, and just going along with it and just being mindless about it. You know, your body, that person doesn't know your body. That person doesn't know what your daily activities are that can affect which medication that 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 provider might place you on so i mean there's 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 things man ask your questions ask questions ask questions ask questions when it comes to this is your health right this is your care take control of it you know um work be be collaborative with your provider don't you know don't just sit mindless and just take everything because you might end up worse than than you originally intended or whatever the case may be so um yes be proactive man but um yeah none of the stuff that i tried was working nothing was working and the the scratching got to the point where i was digging through my flesh you know that white fleshy part of the skin um you know that yeah yeah it was it was bad it was bad and um this is shout out to my mom right my my mom is uh she's amazing amazing woman and um i remember i remember a time where <clears throat> my mom she was just so exhausted she was exhausted exhausting every measure she could think of multiple doctors visits tube socks hundreds of doctors uh hundreds of dollars in treatment just uh, uh, an array of things to try to help her son feel better and i'm not the only one i'm not her only child but she she and i feel i felt kind of i felt kind of bad because i'm not her only child but she took so much time trying to care for me it took away from times from my siblings right and there was one particular day that I saw her kind of just like break down in a way um, because think about it. Your two year, your two year old son, which is not stop scratching blood everywhere from the wrist to the to the to the creases of the arms to the back of the knees, the back of the knees. I tell you, that was probably the worst when I was a child. Right. It devastated her. And I remember at one point in time, like I just had blood everywhere and I there was no there was no thought of stopping scratching in mind. Right. None. And she just saw me one day. Um, I think I was in my room and she just came to check in on me and I was just and I wasn't going to tell her I was scratching. I was just in the room going ham on myself. And uh, and she yelled. She yelled. She was like, please stop scratching. And she just yelled at, like at the top of her uh, at the top of her lungs. And I remember that moment so visit vividly with tears in her eyes. I couldn't blame her or be upset with her at that time because somehow as a two-year-old, I knew that she didn't understand 
what I was going through. And she knew that she didn't understand what I was going through. And at that time, people around me and people around us didn't understand either. So when she yelled at that moment, her eyes full of those tears, I, I knew that it wasn't, it wasn't anything like bad. It wasn't anything like with malice or anything. It was just full of her heart was full of ache. And I saw that. And um, man, all I, all I could say at that time was, mom, I'm trying, but I can't. You know, eyes full of like her eyes were full of tears and myself. Right. As well, because I'm just like scratching and then there's like agony in the way as a young child. I remember it so vividly as blood is like running down my arms and the back of my knees. Um, yeah, it hit me in all the traditional places. Right. <clears throat> so after that season in my life, I was very self-conscious of my skin as a young child going to school I always wore long sleeves, even in the summertime, you guys. Even in the summertime, I was wearing long sleeves. My friends and my teachers at school would ask me why I was wearing long sleeves outside in 89-degree weather. <laughs> and I sometimes told people, but most of the time, I kind of kept it to myself. I was very embarrassed about my situation because my skin looked horrible. And every single time somebody would see it, they would like, yo, like, what, what, like, what, what's going on? Did you, were you in a house fire? That's what they would say. That was everybody's go-to. Were you in a house fire? Were you in a house fire? Like now, like 26, like, yeah, I have my scars and everything. But not, the skin has like recuperated so, so much. And like since then that it's like, ah, yeah, you knew he had something going on. But like, you, it's not that it's not that bad. Right. Um, but at that time, when the skin was young, younger than it is now and much more, I guess, sensitive Dude, like people always said, were you in a house fire? Like they would always say that. And uh, I was tired of answering the questions. I was tired of the I was tired of the questions. I was tired of me answering people when it came about it. And um, over time, over time, it, it definitely got better. I think the more and more I was exposed to it. I think I needed that in order to get, you know, in order to grow and over to in order to also, you know, get over the situation, over how I felt about my condition. And uh, over time, I definitely grew the, you know, the confidence to be like, yeah, you know, I had eczema as a child, you know, and it was, you know, it was pretty bad, but, you know, I'm, I'm straight now. <laughs> and uh, it took a very long time in order to not hide my arms, not hide my legs. And yeah, I was wearing jeans in the summertime. It was, and I'm pretty sure you guys who are out there who are experienced eczema, or have eczema know exactly what I'm talking about because it, it definitely can take that toll, right? But yeah, it took a very long time. And over the course of time, my mom, she started to, she started to understand because I was able to verbalize things a little bit more, I guess you can say. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, after a while though, like when I was young, she just stopped, she, she just, oh, she stopped, She stopped asking me while I was why I was wearing long sleeves. Cause I was wearing long sleeves in the summertime, as I already said. But she stopped asking me why, and she just started giving me encouragement, like the whole time. And that was kind of like a pivotal moment for me um, growing up. Was and I think that's what made the shift of me not wearing long sleeves in the summertime, not wearing jeans, 
throw on those shorts you got a closet full of shorts and you i never wore any of them i was like i'm gonna wear these same three pairs of jeans and well i got these whole short a uh, whole bunch of shorts but i never wore them because i was just like so self-conscious but it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't it wasn't until it wasn't until maybe yeah it wasn't until that time where i just started receiving just a bunch of encouragement and just you know mentally feeding me with good things from my mom that I started to become more, I guess you can say, more confident in, you know, what I was going through, being able to explain it, but then also at the same time, just not letting it affect me and not letting it control my life in a way, because I definitely let it control my life, right? So um, that was a, you know, I, I kind of, I kind of, touched on all three of those. I remember when I was scripting this episode, I I wanted to talk about each pivotal moment. Um, but I think I, I think I kind of encompassed all of it into one one little session. Uh, and another person who was very vital in my eczema journey was my grandma. She I remember through the times when I was like nine and eleven I had a really bad flare up and she would just made sure timely manner straight out of school, go get in the shower, go get in the bath. As soon as we get out of the bath, we're throwing this cream on, we're throwing this hydrocortisone, we're throwing this triamcinolone on. And then she watched me intensely um, so that I would not scratch. And my if you know anything about grand grandparents, right? My grandparents, right? There's a generation, there's a generation of grandparents that are different, but my grandma, she had that, she kind of had that, um, that it was a factor about her. She had that commanding presence. So it was, so it definitely worked out. And I'm thankful for that she had that commanding presence because she would kind of scare me to not scratch, <laughs> if that makes sense. She would watch me, and if it looked like I was even thinking about going to, you know, go scratch my arm or something she'd just look at me and I was just like or she would be like stop it right um just like immediately she was on it she was on me so that definitely helped and I'm thankful for that um because man if it wasn't for if it wasn't for my mom giving me that encouragement to be more confident and with my with my skin condition and my grandma but just being so stern if it wasn't for that, man, dude, I'd probably, I don't know. It, it would have been just a much more difficult time. But fast forward to, I want to say around September, October of 2022. Um, at that time, I was not in, I was not in healthcare. I wasn't in healthcare. I was actually working for Amazon uh, as a driver. And that was, and I wasn't there long. I want to say I was working for Amazon as a driver for maybe two months. But that time, man, I did not know how much that would impact the condition of my skin. Think about it. I have. All right. First off, let me just say this. I have so much respect for delivery drivers. You can be um, do the United States Post Dispatch. You can be FedEx. You can be UPS. You can be Amazon. Anything. Right. Those delivery drivers, I think. And I only have Amazon experience, but they're the hardest working people ever. I remember um, 
I think so. I think so personally. Um, and the reason I say that is because of what I what I did. What I did, like hard work is not hard work to me anymore uh, because of my experience at, at Amazon. And uh, I'm thankful for that, truly, because I've always wanted to be someone who is hardworking and diligent. And uh, I definitely feel that I'm on the right track, especially with the team that I have now in most surgery. They're exactly what, you know, I envision. They're exactly what I pray for, if I'm being honest with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, my time at Amazon, I did not know how influential that was going to be, how instrumental that was going to be to my skin. Constantly, I remember the first month I got one one uniform, and this is not a complaint. This is just me telling you my story and how I grew through it. But I had one uniform for a month straight, and I worked four to five days out of the week, two hundred stops a day, and it was loading your van, unloading your van. It was just tremendous. It was just, it was diligent. It was hard work. It was hard work. And I'm like, it's, yeah, yeah, that's just what it is. And I was in those clothes. I, at that time, I didn't have, at that time, I couldn't go home and just wash my clothes, you know, because I didn't have an in-home washer or dryer. I took all of my things to the laundromat at that time, you know? So that had another play in it. I would wash my clothes maybe once a once a week. I would try to do it twice a week because of you know, where I was working and how dirty my clothes was. I'd come home and I'd get a shower, jump straight in the shower. But yeah, you're still putting on those same dirty clothes, right? Because I only had one uniform at that time. And I didn't, I didn't understand what that was doing to my skin. I didn't, because I didn't feel the after effects until after I was done with Amazon. But as soon as I got done with Amazon and it was like it was through the skin the skin I, I can't put it into words man i can't put it into words the skin would just shed the skin would just just be something undesirable that's all i can say and um yeah yeah i didn't i didn't yeah uh, i did yeah it was it was crazy man it was crazy but i i can't i don't want to go into too 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 much detail but there were I remember around December, uh, I don't, uh, I wouldn't say December, around that time, right, around September, October, November, that time frame, I was presented with an opportunity to get back in healthcare, because I always knew I wanted to, of, of course, like, that's just, you know, that's my forte, I think I'm a people, pe people person, and um, I feel like I can talk to anybody, Any, it doesn't matter, you can be all realms of life, and Part of being a healthcare professional is having that empathetic attitude, and definitely, like when I, dude, that's 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 one of my that's one of my strengths. So I'll say that. And um, I was presented with this opportunity to be in surgery, and if you guys remember a couple of episodes ago where I talked about that, I talked about how I was presented with this opportunity to be in surgery, and it was great. But that opportunity fell through. I, I want to say I didn't I felt like I squandered the opportunity because of the what the situation it was I was going through. I was hardly I was hardly at work. I was showing up late, all of these things. And I'm like trying to be like the ultimate professional in all realms of endeavor, attitude, like words, body language, all of this stuff. 
but the actions of me being tardy all the time and the actions of me calling out it wasn't matching up so that opportunity was like definitely i want to say i feel like yeah i feel like it was squandered and um and it was something because i couldn't control i couldn't control it and you don't want to go into detail you're like you're trying to be professional in the professional field and all this other stuff and you can't really go into detail of everything that you're going through because eczema was only one part of it only one part of it but it was a huge part of it it was huge um yeah yeah I, i felt like i could not leave the house and truly like in a way like in a way like you really you really couldn't you really couldn't in the field in which you're working in healthcare you needed to be you needed to be like clean and tidy and at that time i did not feel clean and tidy there were times i would take off my shirt i would constantly have to go to the bathroom to moisturize like every 20 minutes because at that time it was just like there was nothing that was keeping my skin moisturized nothing nothing aquaphor is thick is way thicker than vaseline people who have the experience with it they know that aquaphor is way thicker than vaseline and is better that's why it's much more expensive even though it could be the same thing it could be the exact same thing but aquaphor is just way thicker than vaseline for some reason and um even that wasn't working that wasn't working like it would just the skin would just eat it up and with clothes rubbing up against it like my skin would just flake it would just flake and it flaked every like 20 minutes which means i had to go and take care of my whole body every 20 minutes that's a nuisance when you're trying to work that's a nuisance to a company that's a nuisance to everything in which was going so i'm so thankful right now that like everything is so much better and that's why this episode hits home to me it's long it's super long but if you can sit through a regular podcast I'm I'm feel confident that you know you'll be able to grab something out of this one as well. That's you know 40 minutes. <laughs> so, but uh, this is just me talking to you guys about my experience. But yeah, that that I feel like that um that ex- that opportunity was squandered because of the things in which I had going on health wise and um, other things as well. You know, so that was that was something in which I truly just could not control. Uh, and uh, I'm, you know, I'm thankful that I'm I'm still at the same company. I'm in a different department, and I have another opportunity. I feel like I was given another another opportunity, you know, uh, by God, honestly. And um, yeah, yeah. Now I'm in now I'm in Mo's surgery. Oh snap! Pay attention to the next episode because it's about Mo's surgery. I get to tell you guys all the cool things about that, about my team, um, about what I get to do. I'm always around the knife. I always say, <laughs> I say when I'm assisting in the and when I'm assisting in the surgeries, I say, "Oh man, it's time to go around the knife." It, because yeah, the surgeon he's he's the one who has the knife, but you know, I'm just assisting, not just. I shouldn't say just. I'm assisting. Like we're we're doing big things, you know. <laughs> so, but thank you guys so so much for tuning into the Everyday MA podcast. This episode has been great recording it, telling you guys about what I've recently undergone uh, when it comes to eczema. If you guys have eczema, or if some of you guys know someone who has eczema out there, trust me, I truly understand what you're going through and what you've been through. Continue to hold your head up. Continue to. Um, do the best that you can and don't let it don't let it 
define you. Don't let it consume your mind for at one point in time, it consumed my mind, adding to the stress. And if you're stressed, it has to, it's going to take a toll on your health. So I, I tell, I tell, you know, just keep your head up. I know it's difficult. And um, just know that I'm here rooting for you. If there's anyone who has a story that they want to tell, feel free to reach out to me at the everydayma at gmail.com. I love to hear it. I love to uh, tell others, you know, who are listening about it, too. But only give give me that permission. If you don't want me to share it, be sure to specify that. If you don't want me to share your name, be sure to specify that. Um, yes, in the email so that we can, you know, pay respect to every each and everybody who's sending you know, request this way. If there's anything in which you want me to talk about more specifically or just, you know, anything when it comes to medical assisting or healthcare, also hit me at the email everyday MA. There is other things in which, um, other things in which we are going to be getting into soon, but this has been great recording this episode and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know it's my longest episode ever, but I truly feel like it's my one of my better ones. Um, and yeah, we will catch you guys. I will catch you guys on the very next one. I look forward to talking to you soon. Peace out.